Welcome to Torah Simecha with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Rachel Baum, and today we will be studying Parshas Tzav. So Parshas Tzav continues Hashem talking to Moshe that he should command the Jewish nation, and specifically Aaron and his sons as the Kohanim, regarding certain avodos, certain services that will take place in the Mishkan, specifically regarding Karbanos, the animal sacrifices that they were going to bring. So the Parsha goes through different halachos regarding Karbanos. It talks about the Karban Toda. It talks about the process of Trumas Hadeshen, which was the removal of the ashes from the Mizbeach. And other halachos of Karbanos, including washing blood-stained clothing, how to treat the pots that were used for the Karbanos, the halachos of Noser, meaning meat that can no longer be eaten, the halachos of Pigol, a carbon that is usher and must be burned, the Isser of eating certain chilev, certain fats from domesticated animals, the Isser of eating blood of animals and birds. And then the Parsha ends with the Shivas Yimei Hameluim, the seven days that Moshe prepared the Kohanim to start the Avodah, and he himself brings a special karbanos. And that, in a nutshell, is Parsha Tzav. So what we're going to focus on today is the prohibition, the Isser, that is spoken about in this week's Parsha, which is the Isser of eating chilev, eating certain fats from animals, as well as the Isser, the prohibition of eating blood from animals. So the Pasuk can pair Zion, Pesukim Chavhetur Chavzayin, say as follows, Ki kal ochel cholov min ha asher yakar mimena isha lahashem, anybody who eats the fat from an animal that was brought from it a carbon for Hashem, v'nichrsa ha-nefesh ha-ocheles me'ameha, that soul will be cut off, the one that ate it from its nation. And all blood you should not eat in all of your dwellings. For birds and for animals. Any soul that eats any blood. That soul too will be cut off from its nation. So just to explain on a technical point, what this prohibition is, is as follows. A person is not able, he is prohibited from eating certain fats from the carbonos, from animals that are able to be brought as carbonos. And that falls anything into the shar, into the cow family, the sheep family, the goat family, meaning to say that any animal that is able to be brought as a carbon, if you are going to eat that animal in a context outside the context of carbonos, right? If you're going to shecht a sheep and eat it, certain fats have to be actually ex- taken out before the animal can be eaten. When it comes to the prohibition of eating blood, the Pasuk says, in all of your dwellings, and it says, it's including birds and it's including domesticated animals. So our sages explain that when it comes to blood, really all animals, you cannot eat the blood from any animal unless it's on a lower level than that of an oaf, for example, the blood of fish, and so say the blood of chagavim. For those people who actually eat grasshoppers, then the blood of those creatures would be would be permissible to eat. But generally speaking, when we eat animals, we cannot eat the chilev. We cannot eat certain fats that a Jewish, a kosher butcher will actually take out before selling a piece of meat. And like we know, we go through the entire salting process in order to remove all of the blood because we cannot eat that as well. Previously in Parshas Vayikor, the Torah actually described the Isser, the prohibition of eating the fat and the blood, in describing the requirement to actually burn the fat of the animal that is actually being brought as a carbon. 
The Pasuk in Perak in Parshas Vayikra reads as follows. The Pasuk says, Kol chilev la Hashem. All of the fat is for Hashem. That when you bring a carbon, the fat of that animal must all be burned. However, in all of your dwellings, you should not consume, you should not eat the fat or the blood. So the Pasuk is telling us, when you actually bring the carbon, burn the fat. But when you're actually going to eat an animal... You are prohibited from eating the fat as well as prohibited from eating the blood. And we know that the blood of the animal was sprinkled on the Mizbeach as well. So here we have these, this juxtaposition where when I actually bring a carbon, I am using the blood in the form of Zrika by sprinkling it on the Mizbeach and I am burning the fat. It is part of the process of bringing a carbon. But when I eat an animal, if I consume an animal, I have to be careful that both the chilef and the dam are actually removed from it. So there's a connection between why it's necessary as part of the carbon process, but actually prohibited as part of the eating process. So let's explain why that is. There are a few places in the Torah where the Torah prohibits the eating of blood. And in a few of those places, the Torah actually gives the reason as to why. Later on in Sefer Vayikra, in Parak Yitzayin, the Pasuk says that we cannot eat blood. And it explains, Ki nefesh habasar bidamhi. That the nefesh, the life force of a human, of flesh, of meat, is in the blood. And in Sefer Tevarim, where the main prohibition of eating blood is spoken about, the, again, the Torah gives us a reason as to why and says, Ki hadam hu hanefesh. Blood is the nefesh, blood is the soul, blood is the life force. So our sages, Chazal, explain uh, many of the Rishonim as well, that blood represents the soul, the life force of the human, and it makes sense for physiological reasons, right? As long as a human being has blood circulating through his veins, that means he's alive. That means he has a nefesh, he has a neshama, he has blood circulating in his body, and therefore he is a functioning human being. The chilev, the fat, our sages explain, represents the byproduct of the blood, meaning to say a person who's alive has blood circulating through his body, and it's the natural result of that circulation along with the assistance of organs and bodily functions to create fat, layers of fat on its body, meaning to say the physical needs that the body needs in order to survive, right? So we have the blood, which represents the actual life force, the nefesh of the person. And the chil of the fat represents the byproducts of that person, the physical needs that are met through the nefesh of that person. So explains Rev. Shamsha Rafal Hirsch beautifully. If a carbon represents the fact, right? And we explained last week in Parshish Vayikra that this is one of the concepts of a carbon, most notably explained by the Ramban. It represents the fact that we understand that really through our sins, we ourselves really deserve to be sacrificed, meaning we deserve to die. But instead, Hashem allows us to actually shecht and sacrifice an animal instead of our actual bodies. Therefore, it makes perfect sense that part of what we sacrifice to Hashem is the blood through the process of zrika, the sprinkling of the blood on the Mizbeach, which represents our very life force, our nefesh. 
and through the burning of the chilev, through the burning of the fat, because that represents our physical actions, the byproduct of the fact that we are living, breathing human beings. And here, as a living, living, breathing human being, I chose to do the wrong thing. I sinned against Hashem, meaning to say my physical byproduct, the chilev, the action that I took was not good. Therefore, I am burning, I am sacrificing both my the blood of the animal, which represents my nefesh, my life force, and the chilev, which represents the action that I took. So it's for this exact reason, says Rav Hirsch, that we are forbidden for, from consuming the chilev and the dam. Because I, it, the chilev and the dam of the animal represent the physical life force within me and the physical negative actions that I took because of it, right? Of course, I have an neshama, I have a soul, I am a spiritual person, I am living with a soul, but I also have a nefesh bahamas. I also have a very physical life force within me that's allowing me to live, breathe, and function as a human being on this world. And that's represented by the blood of the animal that I just sacrificed on the altar. So I do not want to assimilate that nefesh bahamas into my body. Therefore, I sacrifice it. It's part of the carbon, but I cannot consume it. And the same for the chilev, the fat of the animal. The fat of the animal, again, represents the physical actions that I took, the negative physical actions, the negative sin that I did. And therefore, I am sacrificing it. I am burning all of the fat on the altar, but I am not actually assimilating it into my body through the process of eating the chilev found within an animal. But let's take it one step further. The main prohibition against eating blood is found in Sefer Devarim. And the Pasuk in Sefer Devarim says as follows, Rak chazak, but you should be strong. Levilti achol hadam, that you should not eat the blood. Ki hadam hu hanefesh, because the blood is the soul. Bechosochal hanefesh im habasar. And do not eat the nefesh, do not eat this life force with the flesh. And it's a very interesting lashon. If you look at it, the pasuk says "rak chazak." Very rarely, if at all, do we find that the prohibitions in the in the Torah come with a warning of "be strong about this one." But for some reason, when it comes to the concept of the prohibition of eating blood, the Torah tells me I should be strong. So explains Rashi as follows: "Mimasha ne'emar chazak." From that which is said, "be strong." Atalomad shahayu shtufim bedam laachlo. It, you learn that they were steeped, that there was this tendency that people were actually very into eating blood along with the meat. And therefore the Torah has to tell us, be strong. These are the words, says Rashi, of, of Rabbi Yehuda. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the reason why the Torah has to say, be strong about this prohibition is because apparently people actually used to consistently like, enjoy, indulge in eating the blood along with the meat. And therefore, we are warned, don't do it. Be strong about it. However, then Rashi quotes Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon ben Azai Omer, he says, Lo baha The Pasuk is coming to warn you and to teach you. Ad kama b'mitzvos. Until, ha- until what extent you have to strengthen yourself in all of the mitzvos. Im hadam shehu kal lehishamer mimenu. If when it comes to the prohibition of eating blood, that is easy to guard oneself from it, meaning most people do not have a tendency to want to eat, to eat the blood. So it should be pretty easy to make sure you actually don't. She'en adam mis'avelo, because a person does not desire it. 
But you still have to strengthen yourself in its warning, meaning you still have to take the necessary pre- precautions and be careful about it. Therefore, says Reb Shimon, how much more so for the rest of the mitzvos. So according to Reb Shimon ben Azai, the reason the Pasuk says rak chazak when it comes to this prohibition is to tell us a kal v'chomer, a how much more so. If when it comes to the prohibition of eating blood, which seemingly should be easy for us since it's not a desirable thing for most people, Therefore, I still have to be careful about it. Of course, I have to be careful and strong when it comes to doing all of the other mitzvot as well. The Rashbam has a balanced approach, a practical approach, and says the Rashbam, Lefisha hadam movlo bechol ha'ivarim. The reason why the Pasuk says chazak when it comes to this prohibition is because the blood was absorbed in all of the limbs of an animal, all of the organs of an animal. Therefore, tzarech lehizchazek v'ledaktek yafelahotzio. A person has to be strong about and be very specific in extracting it from the animal, right? Taking the, the whole salting process is because blood gets absorbed in all of the places within the flesh of the animal, the meat of the animal. And therefore, according to the Rashbam, says the Pasuk, chazak, be strong about it. This is a hard thing to actually do. You're going to have to remove the blood that is absorbed in all of the parts of the meat that you are attempting to eat. So there's there's really three different approaches when it comes to why it says chazak, right? There's the two extremes, either because everyone loves doing it and therefore be careful not to do it, or because no one loves doing it. So if you have to be careful about this one, even though you don't like doing it, how much more so you should be careful about the rest of the mitzvot, or just for practical reasons, this is something that will take a lot of time and energy in order to do, so be strong about extracting the blood. So it's interesting that there can be such polar opposite opinions when it comes to this lusha, when it comes to this prohibition. So let's explain. If we look at this prohibition on a deeper level, and like we explained before, that the nefesh represents the physical life force of a human being, and the, the physical nefesh, Bahamas, that is in each one of us as living, breathing human beings, really each of these approaches really represent a different approach to physical life, to physicality in this world. There are certain people who it's everything, right? They, they love it. Everything is about the physical. The physical is an end in and of itself. They, they strive, you know, for, for the most money, for the biggest house, for the most respect, for the most pleasures, for the best vacations, etc. That's what it's all about. It's all about the physical. You have people who view their physical lives as practical. I'm very physical. I have to take care of myself. It is what it is. I eat, I sleep, I go to work, I make money, I buy things, I buy more things. Life is physical. I am physical. It is what it is. And then you have people who actually view physicality on the highest level possible. And they are like the Rav Shimon ben Azai says, they don't even desire it. True, they happen to be physical people living in a physical world and they have to deal with the physical aspects, but it's not something they desire at all. It's not something they want. It's something they actually try to avoid at all costs. And whatever level a person is on, he needs to be reminded, don't eat the blood of an animal. Don't let the materialism, don't let all of the physicality in the world that we live in and chasing it and getting it and by all means necessary and wanting it so much and, and, letting, it, and letting, it, letting it live within our heads 
and within our lives and within the lives of our families, do something much higher, do something much better, strive for something more, avoid the dam, avoid the blood. Rav Hirsch explains that the word chalev, fat, and the word chalav, right, which is the same letters, but read differently, which means milk, really co- both come from the root word chalaf, ches lamed fe, which means to change. Fat is the change. It's the byproduct of the blood, the circulatory system, combined with all of the other organs in order to create something for selfish reasons. The layer of fat to protect my body, the enjoyment that I get from physical pleasures in this world. Whereas chalav, the milk, represents taking the blood, taking the physical process of the body, and creating something, milk, that's going to be used for somebody else. And so if we take the prohibition of eating blood and the prohibition of eating chalev, and we can explain it beautifully as follows, avoid physicality, avoid using physicality for chalev, for fat, for selfish physical reasons. But if we're going to use the nefesh, if we're going to use the dam, if we're going to be physical and we all must be, let's try as much as we can to turn those physical things, those physical pursuits into chalav, into something that can be used to better somebody else. Thank you so much for learning with the OU Women's Initiative.